Happy Bastille Day for all of our French listeners, even though we don't have French listeners. Or, as they say, Joyeux fête nationale pour toi, non, auditeur François. It's the M word! Bon. <laughs> bon appétit. I was about to say that, but I know bon means good. And that's bon. 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 That's how I should have said bon. You should just say bon. Bon. For our French, our French listeners. Bon. <laughs> It's the M-word. I'm keeping this in the show. Let's go. Okay. Hello and welcome to the M-Word, a millennial podcast by, you guessed it, the millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We're just two intellectuals trying to solve each other's problems, then hopefully maybe one day a generation's. Kyle, what's going on with that voice you did? Connor, it's just I'm so broken. I'm just so broken, Connor. Oh, man. Kyle's all poor and sad because his English boys did didn't say do porn the deal. sad? What did you say? I I said something along the lines of you're sad. I don't even remember what I said. I, you definitely, we're going to go back and check the record because you definitely said porn sad. Oh, poor and sad. That makes more sense. I was, yeah, un, I was, not, I'm not porn sad. You know, whenever you, <laughs> you know, after you watch porn and, <laughs> and you live with the guilt afterwards, that's porn sad. It's and you've got a mess of it, Kyle. Or you just realized what you've been staring at for the last hour and <laughs> in the cruel light of day. And oh, that's porn God. sad. No, I'm just regular sad because the good, good lions of the England football team um, lost to the Croatians, which, I mean, it was a good game and it was an exciting game. It went into extra time, but I personally wanted England to win because they haven't won in like 50 years. But of course, Croatia's never won. And they're like, there's like five people that live there. And so like, they also probably deserve a chance, but either way, Sunday, Croatia versus France. We got the world cup final. Nobody saw it coming. Everybody got knocked out. I mean, it's it's not really fair to England at all, right? Because of Croatian the Croatia Hunger Games style of picking out their players. Like, they straight up, if you don't get the ball in the net in the first round, you're dead. That's why they only have five people. That's true. And so whenever um, England scored their first goal in the first five minutes... They did just they just tackled one of the guys on the bench, one of the Croatian guys, because it was just like that one's done. He is the sacrifice. Don't oh, don't lose another sucked. goal. And guess what? It they was didn't. insane that they 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 took him out on the field. They sacrificed him to yeah. the Croatian god right there, which is why I imagine they they ended up getting the two other goals near the end. Right. I think that was a big impetus, giving him that kind of boost of energy. I just I didn't appreciate that the ref just kept giving red cards to the sacrifice. And it was like, that's just not right. Like, the guy's already <laughs> being killed in a public domain uh, with millions of people watching. You don't need to give him a red card for his record, you know? 
I don't think refs have ever run out of a red like red cards before until that day. Well, that so, was the first time they were like, "We don't have any more red cards." I'm super sorry. Well, so I don't know if you know this. Most referees only carry one yellow card and one red card. That's kind of the standard, and they just you know pull it out and then they put it back in their pocket whenever they need it again. This ref, though, I think was a part time magician because he just kept pulling out <laughs> red cards until he did run out, and there was a chicken tied to the end. It was actually very funny. I don't know, like. I mean, it was very cruel, but also very funny oh man well so, bummer for Eng- england poor england everybody's drinking their their sorrows and football's not coming home and that was the big thing they had this song that came out like 20 years ago that was like it's coming home it's coming football's coming home because they thought they were gonna win again and then sometimes so they- i just dream of paul mccartney sitting on the other side of this line and, <laughs> and you fulfilled that today Thank is you that so what you Kyle. want connor I is that me and Paul? Paul McCartney. Is that Paul McCartney on the other end? Is that you, Ringo? You're still alive, right? Is that you, Ringo? No, 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 no. Let's do some more accents. Not today. Yeah. Too bad. I mean, no more English accents. No, no more English beer. No. No more English tea. I mean, it would have been great if they could have won a World Cup because it would have really overshadowed the royal wedding, which I feel like got too much attention. And so, mostly because of the traitor, Meghan Markle. So, I don't know any of those people. Oh my, come on, Connor. Royal mm-hmm. wedding, Meghan Markle, an American, marries Prince um, William. Nope, that's the one that's already married. Prince Henry. Harry. Harry. Prince Harry. That's it. Oh my goodness. They're not my royal family. Hashtag. <laughs> not hashtag not my royal family. And then Meghan Markle um, basically gave up her American citizenship to run away and become a princess, even though she's not a princess because she uh, isn't born in royalty. So she's just like a duchess. So like deal with it, Meghan. I don't have to call you princess, Meghan. These are my real feelings coming out. <laughs> yeah, for real. It looks. It sounds like you just read an encyclopedia of Britain royal history and you got real mad about it. No, sadly, I do have all of this knowledge within me because I care deeply about the UK and I need to be there one day, but not now because it's a garbage fire after they just got knocked out of the World Cup. Connor, how's your week going? Uh, it's super good. I uh, I just finished up my anthropology class, and so that means I'm a master of people, but mainly the evolutionary history of people, which doesn't say too much about modern human psychology, but enough to say that, holy shit, I need to change my diet. I've been eating so bad for so long, Kyle. Really? Chicken McNuggets, French fries, meat, at least saturated fat meat. Yeah. It's been awful. And in the past week, I've ate more leafy greens than I have in my entire previous history of 22 years. You're just going out on that front yard just munching? Kyle, there's plenty of greens. There's grass, although it is uh, poisonous. Covered in, in, yeah, poison because of the fact that it wouldn't grow otherwise. We need a lot of chemicals to keep these these grass, grass buds. <laughs> are, what's an individual bit of grass? A uh, uh, blade. A blade. Keeping these blades sharp, you know? I <laughs> You asked for the singular version of grass, but then added the plural to it. So Right. You- I wanted to make sure that we had a the correct... <laughs> understanding of like because i don't want because you got grass but then you got you got blocks of grass you have squares of grass you have acres of grass you got a patch of grass you're just measuring the individual 
We got we got blades, we got feet, we got yards. I like blades though, because that sounds way cooler. Well, it's the reason why it is that way is so that whenever it's a, actually to a code, because you can say if the officer is just like, "Hey, are you talking about weed? Were you, did you say you were gonna blaze some grass?" And we're like, "No, we were talking about blades of grass." And he's Ossifer. like, oh, "Okay." Losers, and then he smokes a blunt right in front of us and drives away. LA cops LA. are so cool, notoriously. They're so fucking cool. They have such a proud history of being so cool. <laughs> Speaking of cool, on the hottest day of the LA heat wave that I've been experiencing, I went to go see Won't You Be My Neighbor? The Fred Rogers story. Oh, and I sweet, was sweet blown away. Did you watch Mr. Rogers when you were a kid? I did. I, I used to be, both my parents work work they still work and i was gonna say past tense but they know they still work and whenever i was a kid i was uh babysat by a wonderful nanny named maria and i would go over to her house every day and i would watch mr rogers neighborhood like every day over there and that was in the early 90s so it was like i guess his last like 10 years of shows so you could say Rogers was your dad. Rogers was my dad. Rogers is yeah. my homeboy. No, like I legitimately watching that documentary was getting the feels because it reminded me so much of like just like this treasure trove of childhood like memories that like you don't think about. And all of a sudden you go, oh my gosh, yeah, I remember King Friday. How could I ever forget King Friday, the little puppet man? Nope, 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 nope. I glimpsed him for a little while but i was super pissed he didn't even bring me up in the entire documentary i was his avid supporter i did watch him like maybe the last 10 years of his deal you know because it wasn't around when i was a little a little younger i don't know well it definitely was around when you were a little younger because you weren't born in the 60s so right Right, I wasn't born in the 60s was it really that long ago oh my gosh he started the show like when television started Wow. Did you watch the documentary? <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course I did. It's not like the documentary just started off by like, hey, so this show's been on for a while, huh? And then they never explored any of the beginning of it. Honestly, I was just trying to follow the plot because like Mr. Rogers, I mean, yes, he kind of changed over time, yeah. but there wasn't like the supporting characters. There wasn't like a lot of super heavy character development. Like the guy who, spoiler alert, took a picture of his butt on a photocopy and gave it to Mr. Rogers. He didn't, he didn't change at all. Like at the end you just see him like crying about the fact that he wished he didn't do that. He was like, man, pictures of butts are not the way to go. No, actually at the end of the documentary, he was just still taking pictures of his butt and like putting them on Fred Rogers grave, which felt very (laughs) disrespectful, but also, you know, you know, Fred would be up for it. He had a lot of fun. He did say he laughed about it beforehand, but then again, we actually we don't hear a lot about Fred Rogers by Fred Rogers after he passes. There's so little that Fred Rogers said about himself after he died, and I think it's something we should investigate because I'm assuming if it's lacking, then that means there's a cover-up, right? Right, exactly. No, like the first thing you should do is find that medium who was closest to Fred. Right, right. Get some, get those, uh, get those shoes that he ties every day. Get that sweater. You have a powerful aura. Here's the problem, though. He had a lot of sweaters. He had a lot of shoes. So you got to figure out which one. And mm. they're spread across the p- globe, like a, 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 a an Indiana Jones movie. 
I know it was so crazy. He he set up an insane scavenger hunt for all of his avid watchers to collect all of his shoes right. and all of his sweaters. What most people don't know is that "Won't You Be My Neighbor" is the first of a series, and then the next one, the next movie that's going to come out is "Won't You Find My Yellow Shoes," and then Won't like that's you find the, the whole my thing. Treasure. Won't you find that? Sounds <laughs> so good. I want to watch it right now. Oh my goodness, Mister Rogers too. Won't you find my treasure? Won't you find my treasure? I was singing that freaking song the entire time after the movie theater because it was just like stuck in my childhood heart. Or as you would say, it penetrated my little boy heart. Dude, if if that phrase doesn't mean, if it means anything, it is what Mister Rogers did to every one of those kids. Penetrated them. Their little boy hearts. And little girl hearts. Here's the thing that I was... Like, we've said a lot of funny jokes on this show. We're very funny, Connor. And I don't think we give ourselves credit for that enough. But when this documentary was announced, I was genuinely scared that something was going to come out about Fred Rogers. Because it was just like he was such a, a like a very good person. I Actually, at some point in the documentary, one of his sons talks about growing up and he was like how would you like it if your father was basically like this born again christ and it was like that's how he was portrayed as being like this genuine person who loved all these children like so wholeheartedly and like so beautifully and then it was just like something's gonna come out where it's just like oh by the way he was like a serial harasser and he beat up like black people and gay people in a spare time like you just assume right. something bad i was waiting for the other shoe to drop but guess what the other shoe never dropped because mr rogers always ties his shoes he's so good about that and so another shoe would never drop super super jokes aside there's one small bit about him talking to a kid who was a paraplegic i believe either way he was like totally wheelchair bound and he started just singing a song that the kid wasn't prepared for, and the kid just started singing along with him. And, Kyle, emotions are hard, right? Like, they, they, they flip and they flop and they change, and I couldn't stop just bawling so hard. All these wet things were coming out of my eyes, and this isn't even a joke. This is so real. It's it was so, real. so sad. It was so sad. And then at the very end, they were like, well, I don't I don't know if it's a spoiler in a documentary. <laughs> Can, but they, let's talk about that for a little while. Can you spoil documentaries? How? how but I, I'm getting choked up now, Kyle, thinking about it because they were like, I want you to think about someone who in your life who has helped you. I think what's so like good about Fred Rogers and guys, we're not a comedy show anymore. This is now a Fred Rogers fan cast. Welcome oh to the God. show. Welcome to what welcome to the neighbor cast. Welcome to Frogers. We, we're Frogers. For those who who were Mr. Rogers neighbors, we will now be yours. We're your neighbors now. We're the new neighbors. We're the next door neighbors. I yeah, it's uh, I think the the things that are always so incredible is just how genuine he was the whole time. Like with that kid, the only reason that you felt like it wasn't like exploitative, like he brought on this like child onto television because he knew nobody else would, so you'd have good feelings and like care for this child. But like he didn't care about the cameras. He was just like talking to this child who had to deal with this disability and all these surgeries and all these things. And he just cared. And why doesn't anybody care anymore, Connor? Nobody Man. cares. After that, I at some point in the documentary, they were, they I think it was Yo Yo Ma 
And he was talking about how Fred Rogers got really close to him as soon as he met him and was like, I'm so glad to see you and meet you today. And it, and it freaked him out. And so I tried to do the same thing with all of my customers in the store. <laughs> yeah. And so every time I, that go I came in a retail them, environment, they were like, hey, something's going on. And I'd walk up to them and I'd be like, what's your name? And they'd be like, uh, Frederick. And I'd be like, Frederick, it's so nice to meet you and to see you today. And they immediately asked for my manager. <laughs> just immediately. Like it's at that point, I'm surprised nobody just called 911. I'm surprised he didn't verbally and physically assault me. It's, yeah, you can't do that now because so many people have ruined it. And Fred Rogers has not ruined anything. He's perfect and he's good. And even that thing where like people were protesting about like in the, I guess the early 2000s where it was like Fred Rogers ruined America because he told all these kids that they were special. And then he's like, what that means whenever I say that you're special basically means that you don't have to do anything to deserve love. And it's like, yes, why, why do we have to deal with all this crap and trying to like hate on people that are just good people like Fred Rogers? You just need to like focus on your own crap and just love other people for who they are. Oh my God. Connor, it's so good. I loved Fred I, Rogers. I related to him at, at, it was literally, you can ask Alexander the first sentence he said, he was like talking about playing the piano and the modulations in life and switching from this key to or from this modula- modulation to that modulation. Yeah. And the switch is like can be hard sometimes and it's just dealing with those modulations. And he's and I was like, that seems like a little bit of an oversimplification. But then he literally said, I mean, that may seem like an oversimplification, but I think that it really speaks to me. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And I just I was like, I I, I whispered to her. I was like, Alexandra, I already love this man. Yeah. I'm I'm sad that you don't have better memories of him in your life. I'm sad for all of the Generation Zers and earlier millennials that also don't have any sort of memory of Fred Rogers because who is the Fred Rogers after Fred Rogers, you know? Who is that? We will, the Rock? Oh. Is it The Rock? Like, is that See, the standard we have now? Is that who it's going to be? Probably. He, sa- he sometimes says nice things, but he's a big bulky dude. We need sweater wearing gentlemen. Exactly. We need somebody that when you make fun of them, you actually feel bad. I don't care about when I- Dwayne the Rock Johnson when I make, f- make fun of him because he's doing just fine. But if you make fun of Fred Rogers, he would just like sit there and be like, I still care about you. And you'd be like, oh shit, I feel like trash. Man. But at, at the end, they were like, they said, there's not room for for people like this anymore. And I'm like, but who's trying? Who's trying to be Fred Rogers? Pope Francis, maybe, but he doesn't have a talk show. He doesn't have When he is needs Pope Francis' podcast? Frank, frankly, frankly Francis, that's what I call it. Oh, yes. Yes, Frankly Francis. It's I'm where he's just excited. he's just like, "Hey guys, chill." But he does it in like his cool South American accent. So here's what we are going to do. Kyle the Turner, his Instagram handle. We will go to Vatican City and convince Pope Francis to start a podcast. Okay. And we will Zach Braff, Alex Inc. style, follow him around with the microphone, and we will create a podcast based on his random comments and fancies. Connor, that's uh, we can never just walk into Vatican City. What we have to do is become a part of the Swiss Guard. Now- 
here is the problem. So the Swiss Guard is the Pope's private, you know, uh, security team, I guess. But it's also the largest um, security force on the planet. Like that's not an armed force. It's but it's like the largest security force. And you have to be Swiss and Catholic. So you're going to have to convert. I'm going to have to go to confession. And we both have to immigrate to Switzerland. <laughs> why Why this? Why the Swiss? Why it, the Swiss guard? Why not like the Italian, like some Italian thing? Because he doesn't live in Italy. He lives in Vatican City, which is its own independent nation state. City. Inside of guess where? Yeah, but he doesn't just walk around Italy. He doesn't walk. He walks around his Pope mobile inside of the Vatican City. Oh, that's fascinating. So we have to... Tell me more about the Catholic Church, please. Honestly, Vatican City is very fascinating to me because it's like been there forever, but it's also so strange. It has a population of like 20. There's only 20 people that can claim they're citizens of Vatican. Vatican. Rad. Radarinos. Anyway, so... It goes back to we have to to infiltrate Swiss Guard. Nice. Okay. Uh, I will be free in a few years. I... And then maybe we'll push it back. But like, I we'll see. We'll see. What else? How can I train? How can you train to be Swiss? Well, you got to yeah. eat a lot of cheese. You got to eat the holy cheese, which is- Kyle! Yeah. No, you did not immediately jump to Swiss cheese jokes. It's the first thing Turn back. Of. Okay. Turn back okay. now. All right. You ready? Yes. You got to buy a shit ton of Swiss knives. Kyle! Yeah. Turn back now. Okay. All right. How about if this? You, hey, Kyle Turner, if you say like Swiss backpacks. No, I'm not going to say Swiss backpacks. Come on, Connor. Come on. <laughs> no. You're going to have to buy a lot of Swiss chocolate, which they're also no! famous for. Yeah, you're going to have to do that. Um, Or we can open up an account in one of their very safe and secure Swiss banks. Speaking of uh, of of secure Swiss banks, uh, we're gonna move on to our our fun uh, our fun game. All right. It's Trailer Park. It's the game where we, me and Kyle, play a game called Trailer Park. That's what? it. That's the definition of the game. Whoa. I will watch a trailer. And then describe it to Kyle, who cannot see it, and he will try to figure out what movie, what on God's green earth I am talking about. Can I just say it's been like 18 months since we've played Trailer Park, and it looks very different now. It's all different trailers, different people. A whole new season, a whole new cast. A whole new cast, a trailer park. And who's going to fall in love with who? Oh, no, Jessica's mad at Irene because she stole Tyler's pants. Oh. Can we have a reality God. show called Trailer Park? There must Tra- have already be one, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a Netflix show called, like, Trailer Park. Um, there has to be. Isn't that the one with uh, with What's-His-Nuts? You know who I'm talking no, about. No, you're thinking of Trailer Park Boys. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, that's not the same, though. Are you ready? I've never watched it. And we're starting. All right, we're starting off with the guy attaching his leg to his knee? That's weird. Skyscraper. Come on, that was... God damn it, Kyle! I knew you've already seen this! It's a movie that's coming out in, like, a a week. Of course, I've seen it. No, of course you haven't seen... It's commercials are everywhere. I forgot about your love for The Rock. Oh, my God. It's commercials are everywhere, and I get so angry whenever I see that they, like, cast 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the exact same role as he's done before. But then whenever they were like, um, hold on, we can't just have you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which they have to say his whole name every time, like jumping into a fiery building because he's already done that in four other movies. And they're like, no, guess what? This time he's got a prosthetic leg. As if that's something you can just give to a, a character that's just like, no, it's okay. We'll just shake it up a little bit and give him a prosthetic. Like people live with prosthetic legs. That's a, like a disability that people live with. Come on. He attached his rope to the leg that could be falling off. What a dumbass. I hate I hate that movie, and I hate the choices Dwayne The Rock Johnson is making. Dwayne, you can, you're better than this. You can do Dwayne, more. If you're going to fulfill the role of Mr. Rogers in the 21st, 22nd century, you need to get your ass up. Your big old tattooed ass. Get it up. He must have ass tattoos, right? He's got tattoos like everywhere. Except on his head. That's classic. It's the moneymaker. Connor, but just pull up a new tra- trailer. Let's let's just do this. We're gonna oh do a we're gonna, I'm just gonna now I'm not gonna hold oh back. Oh my god. We're just gonna go. I'm so upset. I'm gonna shoot him as I see him. Oh my god. I don't even know Okay, here we go. So this is for a TV show instead. Ooh, okay. So guess where we're at? A prison. Everybody's wearing, you guessed it, orange. <laughs> we have a lot of uh girl walking into one prison and she's like nah I'm not about this she's shaking her head and then the police is smiling is like, this orange ah, is the new you. black yes well okay you gave it away I know now I'm just gonna give them to you and we'll see what sticks let's go another let's one let's see what else we got let's see what else we got is a new season of orange is the new black coming out yeah oh cool I never I watched like the first season and was like I'm okay alright so this is an ad for the trailer that I'm going to be watching in three seconds it's uh, Old Spice you guessed it this <sighs> week's episode is sponsored by not Old Spice. They're not good enough. So we start off on a town. It's dark. It's spooky. Based on the best-selling books by R.L. Stein. <laughs> we go to a mansion. 62 books. Now it's a flashlight in the mansion. 400 million copies sold. And we go to another thing. And one day, the book opens up and the words come off the page. The stories came to life. We're doing circles and it looks like some really freaky creatures are coming out of this thing. They're falling. Gnomes. Big bugs. This October. (laughs) We pan across the mansion. You guessed it. Again. And it is Halloween. We got two boys. One a bigger boy and one a skinny boy. We got some gnomes hanging out as they walk up to the mansion. One walks inside and goes, wow, it's dirty. It says literally Stein on the wall. The name (laughs) of the author of the books. The kid looks at the door. It opens by itself and crawls in and takes out a briefcase. And it says no one was meant to find. But for some reason it's in an unlocked, unguarded <laughs> mansion, stupid R.L. Stein idiot. He unlocks a key from the, the book, and now a puppet comes up and goes, wah, and now it says Halloween started. We got monsters as the Halloween comes to life. Wow. She's hitting a skeleton. We got the big old monkey crawling around. We have some people being all scared, and then a lot of cuts at the same time. Is this they all a, come out of a- Is this what? a sequel, or, or is it's this just Goosebumps from last year? Nope. It's Goosebumps 2, Haunted oh, Halloween. No. They made a trailer sequel? one. Does it have Jack yes. Black again? No, that's what's so upsetting. Jack Black isn't even in it. What's he doing? Did they basically just do like a TV like sequel where it's like this is straight to DVD? Uh, it looks like it could be straight to DVD. Uh, it's got 434 dislikes, which <laughs> makes me go, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, it looks like they, they will be trying to put it out into the movie theaters. That's so crazy. Okay, try and give me one more. 
Oh my god. Here we go. Alright, this is even better. We start on a town with a little, uh... What's the thing called that shows the wind that points in the wind's direction? Uh, uh, a wind vane. From Disney. It goes back in black. Mary Poppins Returns. We see, no, you fool. Oh, no. We see an eye looking up out of a look, what looks like a jail cell with some birds flying across the way and the imagination of Tim Burton. Nutcracker. Oh, wow. There's a lot of hay on this, like, monster thing, and Colin Firth is looking at it with two of his little kids. We'll see what happens. Colin we put the, the little hay away, and it's an eyeball. What on earth is this thing? Mama and Mia. And it pops up. Guess what? It's a big-ass elephant with some big fucking ears. It's looking at the Dumbo! camera for us. Dumbo's right. I'm not even going to try to hide it anymore. You're n- <laughs> Trailer Park is not going to be about... It's going to be a quick action game. Yeah. Or <laughs> you're not going to watch the whole thing. You're going to see how fast it can take for because of how quickly it will be to describe these fucking trailers and the names of these trailers. Dumbo, I, I did see that trailer, I think, before Fred Rogers, and I did really get excited about seeing Dumbo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm exhausted. Are you? That was so exhausting. But, Connor, we don't have time to rest. Do you want to know why? Oh, we got to jump into our next segment. Because, Connor, there's a problem in America. Mm-hmm. J- justices, the justices of the Supreme Court of the United States of America, also known as SCOTUS, which sounds- also known as the like, justices. Or, I do like that one. That's very, very good. Or, I did watch uh, Michelle Wolf. I'm not going to claim this joke as my own, but Michelle Wolf did say that she liked to think that, like, Sonia, Justice Sonia Sotomayor- believed like that they would call themselves like the Supremes, which I did really, really enjoy. I just like the idea that all these justices are like a the Supremes. Anyway, one of them's leaving. And it's causing a big problem with all of America because uh, half the people are glad he's leaving. The other half are not glad he's leaving because he was a pretty moderate guy. And Trump's like, not right. He's the opposite of a moderate guy. Yeah. What's that word again? Racist. Extreme. Oh, yes. yes. Both, actually. He's an extreme racist. Yeah, so one of them's going. And so, obviously, in the United States legal system, for those in Australia or Canada know or don't know, is that the citizens, more specifically, Connor and Kyle, try to f- nominate the next Supreme Court justice. And we have our picks, and we're going to discuss them with you today. Yes, and we definitely have our picks. So, Connor, why don't you go ahead and, and go ahead and go with your first pick? Mm-hmm. So obviously the first pick that I have, and it's a tough one because he's dead, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers would be such a good Supreme Court justice. Oh my gosh. He stu- he at least he he finished up seminary. He got I don't know if he was actually ordained or not. He Mr. was ordained. Mr. Rogers. He got ordained, so he's ready to go. Although I, I don't know if he was like the extreme like style where it's just like exactly what the Bible says. No, style, he, he like wasn't. He wasn't. This is what again, let's go back to the Rogers cast. Uh Fred Rogers was such a good person. He said that his theology was to love your neighbor and to love yourself. And God bless him, that's beautiful. And yeah, also he I had think- gay friends. Right, which is important, although they couldn't be on his show for a while. Well, no, the black guy on his show, the, the Officer Clemens, he was gay. I know, but he said he couldn't talk about it for un- until like it's later down the, the line. Because it was the 60s. It was out of his control. Fred Rogers couldn't fix everything. He 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 could have. He absolutely could have. He could have if seen. he was a Supreme Court justice, which we're going to fix today, Connor. Uh, yes. Mr. Rogers, a Supreme Court justice, 2018. 
My next pick, if uh, if you're not if you're not ready for it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, are we okay? So no debate on Fred Rogers. We don't want to kind of explore any of his weaknesses, such as his lack of any sort of um, exposure to law. No, that's stupid. He's okay. ready to go. He is ready he to could, go. He would. He, it would be like King Solomon. You'd walk the boy in and be like, "Which baby's yours?" And they'd be like, "It's mine." The other one would be like, "It's mine." And he'd be like, and then he'd like show off his puppet, and they'd be like, "Oh fuck this baby! I want to play with that puppet." And he'd throw the puppet aside. He'd take care of the baby. That baby would be his. It would be raised by Fred Rogers, and it would be the happiest baby in the world. I do think we need to talk about how the Supreme Court is having to deal with child child cases way too much. Like, there's way too many divorce court proceedings that are going before the Supreme Court, and I think that's a waste of their time. That's actually why my next pick is the most important one that we could discuss. Is it Judge uh, Judy? It's absolutely <laughs> Judge Judy! <laughs> she was one of mine! Judge Judy, you would absolutely, she would be the absolute best. It would not only make people more interested in what's going on at the Supreme Court, but you would also have a hell of a good time. Right. Can you imagine her dissertations? I mean, they would be and they would be so sassy, you know? They'd be like so sassy. You're trying to tell me I'm trying to do my Brooklyn accent. You <laughs> you's trying to tell me I don't know any of the vowels for Brooklyn. Kyle, help me. Ah, that's one. Yes, trying to tell me. <laughs> Can we talk about how the Supreme Court doesn't allow cameras into the Supreme Court proceedings? So how would Judge Judy deal with that? That'd be rule number one. Change number one. <laughs> Change number she one. Would be, she would be popping in and be like, listen, I'm challenging the Supreme Court right now. <laughs> she would look at John Roberts, Chief Justice John Roberts. She would look him in the eye and say, look at me. Look at me. I'm the Chief Justice now. And that's the first <laughs> thing she would say. Before she's I'm, even confirmed. I'm the Chief Justice now. <laughs> Don't look at me that way. Don't look at me that way. I'm Chief Don't Justice. Don't you now. look at me like I'm that. Chief Justice now. I I'm Chief Justice. Also, now, I only now. work I only work Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. for 30 minutes. That's how you, I work. You owe me $50. Bang. Bang. Well, Connor, let me give you my first pick since you did take Judge Judy away from me. And I understand it's going to seem like I'm only thinking of this off the top of my head, but it is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You fool. No, here's the reason why. I am against this this you know populist campaign that Dwayne the Rock Johnson should run for president. And whenever it comes up, it frustrates me because I'm like, no, we can't do that again for presidency. That he has too much power because that's one man, and we can't throw another unqualified person in there. However, if we make him Supreme Court justice, first of all, he's got eight other people that balance him out. And also, he can't be elected president unless he leaves the justice, like the Supreme Court, which I guess could happen. But I, and did you know that there was a president who, after he was elected president and he left office, he became justice on the Supreme Court? Did you know that? No. There's a president that did that. I don't remember his name, but it's happened. Wow. It's so weird. I know. Two branches of government. What is that? I do like the idea <laughs> of. Oh, boy. You okay? <laughs> that voice hurt my throat. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting I'm it. I'm sorry. Well, no, I do like the idea of Dwayne The Rock Johnson physically strong-arming the other justices into his will. He would be extreme, extremely effective, but also a wild card, because I don't know what's going on in his brain. He would be extremely effective. I also like to think that as Ruth Bader Ginsburg gets older, she would climb on top of his shoulders, and they would form a mega-justice. Oh, my God. The first 
Miscotus. The Miscotus, the first mega Supreme Court of the United States featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You and RBG. And then Dwayne Hulk smashes through the door. And we do and need more wrestling. Applies. We need more wrestling in the Supreme Court, I think. And then he throws a chair at the uh at one of the the disserters. I don't know, dude. I don't even know what goes on besides <laughs> like you, you know what I mean. No, no, no. Interlocutors. Oh, okay. These are all the wrong words. These are all the wrong words. The wrong word dance. You're just so good at words, Connor. All right. And then mm-hmm. finally, let me give you my fourth choice. I know it's gonna be difficult, but I think George Washington could be good. George Washington, huh? I'm, I'm not sure how we do it. I'm not sure what kind of scientific process is required, but I've been, oh, I've been reading a lot of American history lately, and I just think he's very good at what he does, and I think he'd be a great justice. Here's what I'm thinking. You get James McAvoy, the incredible British actor. Yes. And you give him all of the resources and knowledge that you have on George Washington. And also you give him his teeth, and that'll be his kind of touchstone. For the George right. Washington. He feels them. He gets his essence. He gets he his energy. He wears them, Connor. He gets his knowledge. He actually will have to go to the, the to law school, but it will only be the law school information that they had in George Washington's time. <laughs> Which was effectively, hey, did None. you murder that guy? And he was like, no. And then they were like, no, he definitely murdered him. And they're like, did you see it? And they're like, no, but he definitely did it. And they're like, sorry. And that was law. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my my lawyer school girlfriend is is just cringing at, at well, all the fallacies we're bringing up. Hold but, on, let's talk about real law for a second. Back in the 1700s, half the people are witches. So then <laughs> there is going to be a very there's going to be a lot of witch based proclamations <laughs> from the Supreme Court whenever we do get James McAvoy to reinherit the spirit of George Washington. He's like, I am most concerned about these. How you say? Witches, these these influencers, as you call them now, changing people's minds at the sheer upload of a, how you say, video, we need to take them down. Why, why, does, why does your George Washington sound like a foreigner who can't speak English? What do you, that wasn't even an accent. How do you say? How you say? Video? Vid- well, no, it's different because he's coming from the 17s. Well, but if he says it, if he says video, then he doesn't need to know how to say it. He said it. He said it, but he wanted to say it right. He's not an ass, okay? He's oh, not going to pretend he knows all. No, James McAvoy playing George Washington is probably going to be an ass because at this point he's going to have a lot of yeah. swagger, you know? He's going to be like, oh, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you think your opinion matters? Let's uh, look at, let me just pull a dollar bill out of my pocket. Oh, whose face is that? Oh, who? whose face is this? Fuck it. And then he rips it up. He's like, it means trash to you, people. And that's whenever George Washington, played by James McAvoy, eliminates the Supreme Court of America and refers all future cases and says that Mount Rushmore is now the high court of the land. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Lincoln and Teddy Roosevelt. And the other guy that's on Mount Rushmore couldn't show up today, so I guess it's just me. And then that's how Je- George Washington became dictator over America. I wonder how excited he would be if... Can you imagine 200 years in the future and suddenly someone has built a statue of your face into a mountain? Into, and oh, you're yeah. just, oh, God, that's that's mine. 
That's my face. He's like, I never thought I'd look that good rock hard. And just like that, we want to thank you all so much for listening to, you guessed it, the M word. Please subscribe. Why Why are you not subscribed? <laughs> Who do you think you are over here? Just like listening willy-nilly whenever you want. Just subscribe. Hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating. There's been no more ratings. We need ratings. That's how we survive. Every week, Connor and I get weaker and weaker and weaker because we don't have your ratings to just eat up. Also, follow us on Twitter at MWordPod and on Instagram, Connor, me. It's that at that boy Connor. And Kyle's is, I know, at, at, at. And then Kyle's is at Kyle the Turner. Please also send us an email to CK at MWordPod with any problems you need solving because we've run out of problems to solve. We've pretty much covered everything we've done very excellently, and we need your problems. So send that at CK at MWordPod.com. Thank you also to Cindia for the lovely cover art that we continue to use and continue to love. Uh, her Instagram, if you want to see all of her continued animated business, is at with love Cindy. I also want to thank Grant O'Brien for our intro music, Millennial Juice Flute, and also our outro music, Ballad of a Dusty Boy, which is going on right now. We already mentioned a little bit earlier, but our patrons are now getting some sweet side gifts. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, go to patreon.com slash mwordpod, or you can go to our website and just anything, anything a month. Just pledge even as little as a dollar, and we'd be some happy Dusty Boys. Yes, we would. We want to thank you guys again so much for listening. As we always say, may Fred Rogers always penetrate your heart. Pen- <laughs> penetration. God. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.